0: Welcome to the Get Inspired with Gerd show, brought to you by GERDs Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to another show of Get Inspired with GERDs. I'm your host and today I have a beautiful guest with me who'll be talking about self-love and how to connect to your higher self. Hmm, interesting right? She is just amazing. What she's going to teach you guys is just absolutely just mind-blowing and it's something that not many people will understand but just kind of just listen to what she's saying and just understand that sometimes we have to learn from others about things that we don't know. Um, And I actually understood this later down in my life. But Francilla Fee is a beautiful person. She's a qualified homopath and spiritual healer. She has overcome many hurdles in her life and now teaches the arts of self-love and forgiveness to disadvantaged youths and young people. Francilla, thank you uh, for joining me on my show.
1: Thank you for inviting me, Daddy. <laughs> oh,
0: bless you, Priscilla, You have so much love and so much to teach the listeners, and it all started from your childhood. So, can you tell the listeners what you've been through uh, growing up?
1: Um, right, where do I start? From a child, as a child growing up in a single parent home, I grew up with my mother and one sibling, sister. Um. I remember it being more of an, experiencing more of an absent parent. Um, When I say absent, meaning that she was very hardworking Mm -hmm. um, and with this, there wasn't really much time she spent with the children as such, or myself and my sister, Mm -hmm. um, and not much Showing of love is what I remember greatly mm. and I don't remember being told that she loves me, oh. um, encouragement, great encouragement in school when I'm sitting down with, but then I don't really want to badmouth her, make her sound so like <laughs> she was a monk, but she wasn't, it was just more of an absent parent mm. than anything. Um,
0: would you say it was very difficult for her ha- trying to raise yourself and your other siblings by herself?
1: Yeah, but then she had input with my um, father and my, well, my father's side of the family. Um, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother, my dad's mum. Yeah. Weekends, holidays, <laughs> any time that they could actually speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so what was what was your relationship like with your mother at that time?
1: I would say strained. Mm. Looking back on it now, I would say strained um, because I felt that she didn't really love me oh. um, or show me as much love as she did my siblings. Um, that made me that affected me quite a lot actually. Mm. Until I would say throughout my life, up until a recent turning point in last year, um, where I had to allow myself to let that go, hmm. and um, tell myself that it wasn't anything to do with me as a child.
0: It's interesting because a lot of, we don't, I think a lot of people don't realise that that whatever you teach your child from 0 to 14 is what they're going to become. So if you're not showing them self-love, that's what they're going to think about themselves mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important for parents to just understand that whatever they see at that age is what's going to mask their whole life.
1: Yeah. But then, do you know, sometimes... <coughs> sorry. Um, sometimes parents does not really know how to parent because they probably haven't been parenting themselves. Mm. which I would say that my mum would say that she hasn't experienced great parenting from her mother. Mm. So I would say sometimes we are a victim of a victim mm. or could become a victim of a victim. It depends mm. on how you choose to um, grow from the experience. Mm. So what was, yeah. what was the
0: turning point for you?
1: The turning point for me was when I started my law course and my law degree last year, well, two years ago now, sorry, um, where I was experiencing the feeling of everything just started going wrong that I believed it was wrong. Um, yeah. um, <clears throat> Um, dyslexia, like I said, I I felt that I was, uh, my spelling began to be atrocious, Um, not remembering certain, you know, things that I could um, before. Mm -hmm. But then the turning point was was actually sitting down and asking myself, what is actually going on here for me? And where is the anxiety coming from? and having to sit down with myself and see what it was actually about, um, which I did fundamentally learn that it was an insecurity that was coming up from me, um, it was ina- that, but all the ad- inadequacy yes, that yes. came up for me, Yes, um, it, it actually discouraged me, I felt discouraged and I felt that I was going to leave the call um, because I didn't feel that... The, going to finish the course, complete it, um, until one day, another day, I sat down, and I remember speaking to my higher self, and God, um, and the, the words that I used was, well, I'm on this course, and I know I'm supposed to be on this course, but I don't understand what's going on, why my memory is leaving me, and why are why are all of the anxiety rising at this point and if it is a case that I'm not supposed to be on this this course as I do believe, then I'm going to come off the course or you're going to provide someone to help me and the following day I actually met a very powerful mentor of mine today and she is actually a PhD in law. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, It was funny how I actually met her. I happened to walk into Waterstones um, to buy a (laughs) law (laughs) book. And this lady was just sat down in the corner of the um, the room um, reading. I didn't actually notice her. Um, I was engrossed in searching for what I would particular book. And I just heard a voice say to me, oh, oh, you study law. <clears throat> so I turned around and I said to her, yes, I do. Um, she, she asked me my favorite subjects, and I told her, it of legal methods. And she laughed, and she said to me, "But well, that's, that's not a subject. That's like the vehicle. Oh, you know, that, that provides you um, with the vehicle of how it actually all operates together. So I said to her, "Well, yeah, that's my favourite part," <laughs> you know. So she laughed and she said to me, "Okay, do you know what? Um, what is your block? What? Um, what do you feel is your block?" Um, and I sat down and I spoke to her and I told her that I felt that I wasn't understanding the um, I wasn't understanding the information that I was receiving and She told me to just, you know, slow down for a minute, and she took out her notepad and pen, and from there, she wrote a few words, and I learned from her, within five minutes of talking to her. More than what I actually learned having been on the course for <laughs> six months that I was actually on it, you know, so it showed. And from there, I actually knew, well, you know, this is synchronicity here. And everything that I'm asking for, everything that I tried to use to discourage myself from doing the course or completing, everything that I tried to convince myself was against me, I was being thrown people who were actually assisting me or, you know, what more can you want than a PhD? It's like, well, okay, if you're not supposed to be on the course, okay. You know, that that spoke volumes for me and um, she still mentored me within the law. Wow. But then I did learn a lot from her um, <clears throat> and am learning a lot from her. Today, what do I say? Um, I had to look at... Um, why they had come up and what was coming up to be cleared from my body, from my mind, that I was trying to convince myself Hmm. um, that I wasn't good enough. And a lot of it related to my mum, not feeling good enough around her, not feeling that she... Um, encouraged me in school, um, so yeah, that was a major turning point
0: for me. It's interesting you say that because I I see it a lot with young people when I'm teaching them over the summer, and they, they, it's almost like they blame themselves for what's happening to them, but they don't realise that sometimes the parents they don't know, they don't know how to congratulate a child because if they haven't been congratulated when they were growing up they kind of just do exactly the same. They don't actually better themselves.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: they don't realise the effect that they're having on their children. And I, I've seen it a lot and I, I remember when I was teaching these young people and I you know, I'd say to them, You've done an amazing job and they were like, That's the first time someone's ever said something like that to me and I'm thinking, Wow. Yeah. And
1: yeah.
0: It, it's it's unbelievable, but it's yeah, it's it's really bizarre, isn't it?
1: It is. I mean it- And it's somewhat quite sad as well, Mm. because then you have to look at not just what's going on for you, but then once you start to free yourself from, you know, um, how do you put it, family kind of input or negative, quote unquote, input, then you also free up things for them as well unconsciously, subconsciously, whichever what do you want to choose, um, you do because you're freeing yourself from something that isn't actually yours mm. <coughs> and you're placing it back in the lap of who it belongs to. Um, so fundamentally they at some point will have to look at themselves and they'll look at the interactions that they have or had with their children if you know, the children still are in contact, or the young people are still in contact with the parent. Um, but then sometimes it's not very easy to look at yourself as a parent and say, "Well, was I a bad parent? Was I, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, to all these other things?" It it does take.
0: Yeah it's it's i find that sometimes parents don't realize when they're angry that the words that they can say to a young person growing up yeah. can actually it, it can define them or destroy them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And i think the lack of words that um or the lack of encouragement yeah like even did, when, yeah do a lot of damage. Mm,
0: like i find the word but... um back <laughs> It's quite a negative word. So, like, I now try to say the word however, because but is very... If you're telling... You're, you're, you know, you're encouraging somebody, then you say but. It's like, oh. <coughs> kind of... It kind of makes you think, oh, okay. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas however, it's like, ah, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it yeah, Yeah. It
0: has a different tone to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also in the tone mm. that... Um, Vibration that you put out that mm. makes up and the response that the child has. Mm. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. It does absolutely. So obviously, you met this this lady and you started to see the world a bit differently. How do you self heal yourself then?
1: Well, self healing is is when you actually become ready to sit down and um, listen. To your body, you listen to your mind, and you look at what you react to, how you react to things, and why you react to things a certain way. Um, It's like, for instance, I could walk down the road, not saying that this is now, this is just an example. You could walk down the road and see. something happening between two people, two individuals on the road, and it really disturbs you. And it's like, oh, why, do, why would it disturb you? Um, you know, what is disturbing about it? I.e., let's say, a man kicking a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I chose that. But, but listen, you know, there's a lot of animal lovers out there, and yeah. they would actually, some will tell the man off, Mm. Some will feel it's their place to call the police, or some, or whatever it is. So it's like whatever your reactions are, you always have to turn it to self mm. <clears throat> and look at why these things are affecting you. What is you know what is what is it about you um, that you have actually given it? You know how you've perceived something, and then how you um, choose to deal with it. So when you're self-healing, you actually need to sit down and be in a space, a nice open space, and allow your truths to come up for you, whatever they are, and whatever they are, you you sit down and you try and address them. You know, um, I was experiencing a lot of, like I said to you before, Gerdy, um the coughing, I was coughing for about a year and I thought I had um, cancer. Oh, wow. I thought I had lung cancer. And I was like, oh, um, wow. I was scared to go and have a checkup at the doctor's. And then my tutor, I'm studying homeopathy. Mm -hmm. And my tutor said to me, uh, well, you know, look at what's going on in your lungs." and see. So I did that through meditation. And I saw that I was storing a lot of grief there. Mm. You know, your your lungs, your your lungs um carry a lot of creative energy. <laughs> yes.
0: yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And love. <laughs> so it's like, a oh, okay, so and it's also communication. Mm-hmm. So if there's a block there, then you'll have the things come up for you there. And mine was the the coughing. Mm. And it I coughed a lot more around particular people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a sign, it's like, block, block,
1: block, block it, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was like, I'm okay, and I had to sit down and look at that, and look at the yeah. Um Because I thought I had let it go, but I hadn't let it go. Mm. What I did was suppress it. Mm. Um, And there's a big difference from suppressing to letting go. Mm. I had to come to a place of forgiveness or not forgiveness, because sometimes you don't need to... It's not about, oh, well, you know, you did this to me, so I forgive you. Um, That doesn't necessarily work all the time. And it doesn't necessarily work for everyone. Um. What I would say is that the forgiveness that I had to, um, or the person that I needed to forgive, was myself. Mm. Ultimately, um, I had to forgive myself for allowing me to carry my childhood or the the hurt or the painful aspects of my childhood into my adulthood. Mm and allow it to affect me, though I had to allow myself to forgive me um, because I am good enough and I have always been good enough. It was just where that disconnection happened. Um, So once I recognised these things, then it was like, okay, okay, other other aspects of your body that speaks to you as well. I mean, it, it may sound crazy to say, but your body speaks to you. Oh, it it tells you what's going on. Um, you know, <clears throat> a certain where, where you have maybe aches and pains in your wrists, your ankles, your knees, or whatever, they have um meanings. It and it has um specific meanings. So it's like okay, your knee could be a case of flow movement. Um. Maybe that's an area where a lot of people have um, tension in their knees or their ankles. Like, well, oh, what's going on? Um, some people feel that, well, it was it just happened from an accident I had like two years ago and it just never healed. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? It's uh, like, yeah, your... <laughs> yeah I, I, I absolutely do, you think you do. I absolutely, sorry,
0: I, sorry it's okay. <laughs> I absolutely know where you're coming from, even with the coughing. I was laughing earlier on because. I know exactly where you're coming from because when I was growing up, um, like yourself, I used to suppress a lot of things in. I never used to tell what was on my mind. And so I just allowed people to upset me or hurt me because I I just, I just didn't know my own worth. And um, I used to have a lot of coughs, like yourself. I used to take... Um, <laughs> A lot of uh, dry cough syrup, you know, any type of syrup you can think of. The cough, uh, the chesty cough, the chesty cough congestion, yeah. and and it was funny that you said that about the blockage because that's what that was my turning point two and a half years ago was when I started just to anyone who upset me or hurt me, I, and I just said to them, "Look, you've really hurt me." Suddenly, the coughing disappeared, and I don't yeah. really have coughs anymore because it was a blockage of it. What it is is, I think, listeners, you need to understand that. If you suppress your feelings it is actually it connects to your throat chakra yeah. So what happens when you keep it within, it affects your throat. So if you think you're having a lot of coughs and colds because of the weather, that's wrong. It's actually your feelings because your feelings yeah. actually get stored within your body. And just like you said, if if your body aches or um, you know any other joint aches, it's actually your body telling you something that you need to do. You need to fix yeah. it. And if you yep. ignore it and you take medicines, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, it's not going to actually take away the pain. It's actually just going to mask the pain, but it won't actually fix the situation and a lot of people think that medicines are the way forward but it isn't it's you need to listen within once you listen from yeah. within these kind of mm-hmm. problems will stop happening and like yourself yeah what my like once i got rid of like the anger the the frustration the you did this to me because of you i let yeah. all that go the coughing went yeah the coughing is yeah. gone so yeah absolutely know where you're coming from <laughs> <laughs>
1: It good yeah but it's, but it's funny because the, the medicines, they do just suppress. Yeah. They, they do a lot of damage and people don't really realise. It's like, oh, okay, well, um, if I take this medicine, it will suppress it, but all, and it would look like it's sped up the healing of whatever the cough is, you know, or whatever the element is that needs quote-unquote fixing. But then at the same time, I I find that it's a lovely experience to go through the motions of releasing, getting to know self, Um, all of the ups and downs. You know, that's included. Life is about ups and downs. And it's how you deal with your ups and downs. Um, I would say um, the word grateful. Mm. Yes is a big word you know and the word grateful actually removes a lot of stuff or shifts and creates big shifts in your chakra points depending on where you direct and focus the word Mm,
0: very true very true I think a lot of us, we're, we're too busy with our daily lives, jobs, that we forget to be grateful for our surroundings, for what we have. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. where the frustration leaves when we're not grateful. But when you, but you start to be grateful for your life and for the people that surround you, your life will change. It, it for bit better. Long. Yeah. think yes. I feel, I feel like we, I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> so my dear, how did, how did you change your mindset? So once you kind of realised that something wasn't right and you started to self-heal yourself through yoga and meditation, how did you change your mindset?
1: And The mindset, it, well, that wasn't an overnight. That, was, <laughs> <laughs> that is practice and dedication and or consistency. It's like you wake up in the morning. Sometimes it's nice to wake up in the morning and so tell yourself, you know, even if you don't necessarily feel it at that precise time, but you told yourself that like, you're beautiful or I love myself, <laughs> you know. Um, one of the things that I found worked for me was telling myself that I'm a beautiful manifestation of divine greatness. Oh. And that shifted a lot of stuff. But then when you keep on telling yourself these things, then you start to become them, not just hear the sound, Of sweet nothing being whispered into your ears, as as (laughs) quote-unquote some people do. You know, it's not about flattering yourself, it's about realigning the mind, Mm. you know, um, acknowledging that, well, some of the things that we are carrying are other people's baggage, Mm. and in order for it to be released, it's nice to give yourself affirmations, meditate, um, you know, for those who like to pray, you you know, you pray, you you keep that conversation and communication going on with yourself. Mm. Um, it's it's good. It it's it's fundamental mm. that you keep a oneness with self because when when you keep a oneness with self, you can allow yourself to become one with everything. Um the things that upset you become you know, quite trivial. Um, I, I find that the things that upset us is either something to do with the you know, well, I didn't like what you said to me, so therefore um, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I mean, be I've been there, I've done, not necessarily I'm not going to talk to you anymore, I might just not talk to you. <laughs> um, but then think about, well, they actually didn't learn anything from that interaction, and neither did you. You, you kind of left it quite easy for yourself. That wasn't a scapegoat. That wasn't um, releasing something that you felt needed to be released. In the, you know, there's orders for everything. Mm.
0: It's, it's it's great what you're saying because uh, the listeners, you, you guys need to realise that it's there's no harm in actually loving yourself. <laughs> Because you need to love yourself, because if you don't love yourself, who else will? And too often, when we don't love ourselves, we actually attract the wrong type of energy, yeah. And so, what happens is, if you don't love yourself, and you're a type of person that gives so much, eventually, somebody that you will c- come into your life will be taking so much off you, and then you'll be wondering why that's happening. But you need to learn to love yourself first, because when you love yourself first, the right people come along into your life, and they show you that how amazing yeah. you are. And I, I love the fact that you say that you know you learn to say these kind of positive words to yourself because it's so true. I just feel. I don't know about yourself, Priscilla, but like in the UK, if we say that I'm beautiful, I'm strong, or I'm intelligent, people look at you as as if like, uh, you're so cocky. <laughs> Who do you yeah. think you are?" But actually, that's how it should be. And if you look at America, the reason why they're they're so positive majority is because they they're they they're told from a young age like they're amazing, their country is amazing, so they believe it. So that's what they manifest. Yeah. And I think we, we lack it in the UK. Lack It's almost like we're not good enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, I, I would say to that, to, it, I, I do agree. <laughs> I, do, I do agree. But then, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it isn't it, the person that says, uh, you know, or, well, gosh, gosh, you really love yourself, don't you? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, yeah, but why shouldn't I? Is the answer, or, you know, is more the question. And, you know, for that person that is upset about you loving yourself, then maybe they need to, to look at that themselves, you know. Mm. And further to that, that's nothing to do with the person that's loving themselves. As long as they're loving themselves and they're not hurting anyone. Hey, you know, um, I believe that we are all keys or locks to different individuals and not all the time that your words or even your presence is going to be a key for particular individuals. You know, sometimes you may say something to someone and they don't get it from you, and then comes along Joe Blogs and he says exactly what you said and that clicks at the one space. You know, so there's a learning in that for the person who's not being received as well. And I would say that the message would be that, oh, it's not everybody that's going to receive you. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Mm. There isn't anything wrong with it. We all are here to interact with each other. And for those who do not want to be interacting with you or me, or whoever else, that's their will of the well. And that's the beauty of it, is that we all have choice in life, and we all have a direction, and sometimes a direction that may bring you into someone's path um, is the way it's supposed to be. You know, everything is the way it's supposed to be. Um, mm. Until, if it's not supposed to be at that time, then change will be created. You know, so it's about living in the moment and
0: living in your true self. Mm, very true, very true. It's amazing what you're saying. <laughs> um, so, uh, you're now a homopath and you're a creator of a learning centre for disadvantaged youth and young an adults. So what is it that you're teaching them?
1: Sorry, you're... Um... I just heard a couple of words and then you disappeared.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. That's, really
1: nice. That's
0: okay, it's all right. Um, I was just saying, so you're, you're now a homeopath and you're a creator of a learning centre for disadvantaged young uh, youth and young uh, young adults. What is it that you're teaching them?
1: Right, firstly, I'm not a homeopath. I'm studying homeopaths. Uh... <laughs> i as well. Um, <coughs> working with um, young people, what I'm teaching them or wanting to teach them is about self-love and that they, everything is possible, you know, providing you have mindset to create that change for yourself. Um, We're doing drugs and alcohol, mentoring, um, even having a residential um, hostel for them to actually assist You know, young people I find are very creative. Mm. We have the creative clear. We have the no care, you know, the non-care and the get up and go. But then sometimes it's just a little bit of a in the carrying out your your expression of creativity. You know, that's what we do with the young people is just encourage them to be their best selves. So being a platform or providing a platform for them to express and learn um, and teach as well. You know, we're all open to learning and we are all teachers, learners, or whatever you want to call it. We all, you know, learn from each other and learn from the experience. So um, a lot of the, I find, the type of business or the, the line that this is in, you know, sometimes we can be quite um, dogmatic in our approach. Well, you know, what's it's your, it's our way or the highway? You, know, <laughs> you don't listen to the child fundamentally, or you don't listen to the one person who you're providing the service for. So mm-hmm. it is about giving them an open platform and um, not saying that we're going to jump on every bus and being led down every single path. Um, you know, it's within structured environment, so allowing them to do, but then within guidelines so that we don't all end up being, you know, offenders. Mm. As mm. such, yeah.
0: No, no I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what kind of response have you received from the young people
1: so far? Um, well, we're actually only setting up the, the premises now. The premises is um, in, um, need of renovation. So, like, the people, the young people that I have worked with, um, I've worked in child protection, um, and people that I have worked with, uh, have been a very good response. Um, I've seen young people who are and substance misuse of become clean. And not because they were told to become clean, but because they were ready to become clean. Um, you know, and it's such a blessing to see. You didn't force them to do anything that they didn't want to. It was about communication and trust, and building. Um, so yeah, it has actually been a, a really good um, response. Mm. It's
0: and a, I, I, sorry, I you. Oh, that's okay. I was gonna say it's really true what you're saying about there's a lot of rules and regulations, and the problem is not everybody wants to follow those rules and regulations. Everyone's on their own journey, and I can totally relate where you're coming from because I used to, uh, I used to rebel because it's <laughs> like why are these rules here? I want to do this this way, and it's like no, you have to do it that way, and then obviously. <laughs> They retaliate, don't they? So,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and they wonder why,
1: <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, I mean, sometimes there isn't anything wrong with rules. Mm-hmm. You can give a young person or even an adult, um, particular rules that we all have to abide by, They, um, but then it's, it's how you convey it, yeah. you know. If, if I believe that. I have a problem with authority and then someone stands in front of me and says to me, Well, you've got to go and do blah 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 and so and so and so. And now <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at you and i probably will rebel too. You know? But then having said that, a person's approach who you know the approach is more it's not demeaning mm. or demoralizing where the person feels that they have to acting authority. Authority doesn't necessarily mean that you know I'm any better than you. if I am the, the lawmaker or anything. It's just about how you deliver those rules. I could say the same thing by telling you, well, you know, you're not really supposed to be in this area or you're not really supposed to be here so you know, the sort of guidelines are blah, blah blah blah, and it's received totally different from me having my finger in someone's face and telling <laughs> them that they need to go this way.
0: Yeah, you know, it's very true, it's very true. It, 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 you're right, it, it, it depends how you it's the tone of it, it's, it's so yeah. true. And I find that a lot of the ones that do shout down your throat is that actually there might be a problem at home or there might be a problem with their relationships. Mm. And what they do is rather than deal with it at home, they bring it to them to work and mm. they just throw it in other people's faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it just shows why it's so important to self-heal yourself from your issues because mm. we're all human. We all need love and support and affection and it, it's, there's no point just shouting at somebody. It's just it's, it's never going to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, I find with with those type of people who feel the need to control and master over over others, mm-hmm. um, I find that their solar plexus, a lot of the time, is quite unbalanced. Mm. You will actually find that um, a lot of balance of the solar plexus because that's where, you know, your... Holding your ground and your yourself. Really. So when when it is a little excessive, then you know that there's effective. Hmm. <laughs> that's not how I thought I'd throw that in. You know. Oh, that
0: was great. <laughs> um, my dear, we are coming towards the end of the show. Um, I want to ask you, what are you most grateful for in your life?
1: I am most grateful for life itself. Mm-hmm. Um I would say like this may sound like I'm just looking through rosy coloured glasses, but I can assure you I'm not. <laughs> I see what's not rosy out there, but then at the same time there's appreciation for everything mm. and everyone. Mm. Um because everyone who is here is supposed to be and then everyone who is here is also connected. We're all connected, regardless whether we like each other or not, there is a connection there and it's of infinite space. So that I'm grateful for the fact that I am now in this space to acknowledge that, that, you know, life is about, it's a process of experiences and it's about how you choose to embrace it. And I choose to really embrace it and enjoy the journey rather than complaining about the journey. You know, what is changeable, we can change it. And what isn't changeable, yes, there isn't anything that really isn't changeable. Um, You can learn to deal with, or cope with, or live with. which are three different things um interesting yeah wow
0: so what have you learned so far on your journey
1: what have i learned so far Mm. that (coughs) life is a journey (laughs) 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 i've really been on some you know um, roller coasters and so to speak but then i'm still standing and i'm still here Mm. um what I've learned is that throughout my life, where the experiences I quote unquote, you know, some people would call not so good, I would say that throughout it all, um, I was always safe. And I think that's fundamentally the truth that I was always safe. You know, you're always safe, providing you are here to tell the story. And you've learned from the story that's involved in. Then, you know what could be better. That shows that you're still available for change, and change is ever lasting.
0: Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> wow. Um. So, my dear, what's what are your five top tips for someone who is unhappy in their life?
1: Um look at what's making you unhappy um, and see if there is a way for you to move forward from your unhappiness. I mean, what could make um, someone unhappy may make someone else completely happy. So you always take that from your point of view is of self, what's making you unhappy, um, unravel, don't be scared to peel back the layers, you know, and if it is going to be an experience of pain, then be willing to just see through it, you know, some people I find, they they start to feel fear or they start to feel anger, pain, hurt, and then they just shut down, but then at some point they're going to have to deliver it anyway because it will still rise itself up. Um the body doesn't like to keep all these things in anyway. So it's like, well, if you don't want to do it today, and don't force yourself, but then you know, find a space for yourself and know that you are very worthy of healing yourself. You're very worthy of love, you're very worthy of happiness. You know, we all are. And I I believe that um One is total acceptance of self, regardless of who accepts you and who doesn't, you know, once you accept yourself then you're on a road, a nice road to recovery from sadness Um, and working with it, you know. You may even need to talk to someone um, about what's making you feel unhappy. But then, ultimately, always turn it back to yourself because you are the healer of, or the greatest healer of. Self. Um. Nobody knows better than you what's going on in your life than
0: you. It's mm, very true. I think a lot of us don't realise that nobody can save us. Only we can save ourselves. People are there to guide us along the way and support us, but only we can heal ourselves. You know, we can't expect the economy, the government, society, people to fix us. We have to fix ourselves from within. And when we do that, that is when our life will change around. That will be the best version of ourselves.
1: But then, do you know, it's also nice to write a journal, keep a journal. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's nice. Because then when you do that, you can go back over certain things and see growth in a physical format for yourself, you know, <laughs> um, where you've changed what, you know, what things you feel that you possibly still need to change. Um, and it's nice to keep the journal anyway. Mm. You know? Sometimes it becomes best-selling book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's very true. I, I actually have a d- um, journal myself, and I find that it actually calms my monkey mind down if I put things in there, it, because... We can't store everything in our mind. Sometimes we have to release yeah. it. So with meditation, that helps. But also writing it down is very therapeutic.
1: Yes. And do you know something? Just as you said that, Birdie, I remember... Do you remember where I said to you when I first started studying law? Yes. And my memory was disappearing. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the answers that came to me and was also told by my... um my tutor in the homeopathy course, is that sometimes the the brain also okay, you can have a wardrobe and you have a wardrobe, you keep on filling it up with clothes, and, clothes and, more clothes and then it becomes full. You know, so at some point you're going to need to throw away some of the clothes that you don't need anymore. Now this is the same with your brain, it's like sometimes you have Information that's just so old that you need to release and let it go. Mm. Um, So this is also the same with experiences. Sometimes you just need to release. You get to a point where you need to release and let it go. (laughs) And that is what was happening to me. So that is where I needed to sit down even more and think about the things that I needed to release and let go.
0: No, it's it's so, it's so true it's oh, yeah i know exactly where you're coming from i understand it it's beautiful and even if the listeners if any of you guys are just thinking but how do i let it go one of the ways you could do is just start singing the song frozen let it go <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it will start to let go It'll t- it might take a bit of timing but you know a, a stepping stone is the first step to anything yeah
1: yeah.
0: Once you master that, you can master all of your issues. They will go. Yeah. But you have yeah. to take that first step
1: mm-hmm. and to
0: just believe in it that things will get better because it will, but you've got to believe it.
1: Yeah. Great new. Yeah. I mean one of the, the exercises that you could do is that you know, sitting down for those who do meditate, you um, sit down and you go into your um you know, your younger years and you know, pinpoint the parts of those younger years that really affected you. Sit down, visualize them, and you heal them. So you send love and light into those those areas, and let yourself, you know, if, if it's a person that offended you, you forgive the person in that time and space, um, but then always bring yourself back into the present, and know that you are in the present, and that, will help assist you to release what is no longer yours to hold on to. Mm,
0: Very true, yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. (laughs) 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 That was amazing. Wow, yeah. Wow. Um, Unfortunately, we are are coming towards the end of the show, so where can our listeners find you?
1: Um, You can find me on... Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the business is actually opening up in um, Harrow on the Hill, Station Road. Okay. So look out for me. Um, and, Gurley, you have my details, though. So they can find me through you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course of course but if anyone would like to maybe get in contact with you would you say the best way is through Facebook
1: e- or email me
0: okay and what's your email address Life. can you spell that for the for the listeners
1: f r a n f for freddy y for yankee double f for freddy, e for echo at yahoo dot uk
0: fabulous thank you so much thank thanks you for-, for having me Oh bless you. Well, thank you for being on the show. It's I'm so grateful to call you a friend now and
1: just yes. just
0: hearing what you've just said. It's just it is really inspirational and just hearing you're so right. It is about connecting to the mind, body and soul, really. And it's it's listening to yourself and accepting the past and letting it go. It's so, so important.
1: Yeah.
0: And thank yeah. you. Thank you for giving the listeners that information because it, it's really useful. And thank you so much. Thank you. You take care, and I'll uh, speak to you soon.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye.
0: Ah, what an amazing interview with the lovely Francilla. What she is doing is absolutely amazing. If any of you guys uh, want to get in contact, please do by Facebook, or you can inbox me at Gurdy at UKHealthRadio.com. Just before I head off, don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGerds. It's I M G U R D S, and on Facebook at Get Inspired with. Gerd's show, uh, where I'll be bringing you lots of inspirational and motivational quotes. Um, This week, just before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. You cannot heal others until you heal yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. When you do this, your life will change. You will embrace everything and everyone around you. So just Just understand that it's okay if things are not going the right way. Just, you need to connect from within. Um, But tune in to the show next week where I'll be um, speaking to an amazing lady who's the founder of Creative Nature. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, Stay inspired.